from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. That is where you are listening in on internet streaming radio all throughout the world. And I would thank you so much for tuning in. Six hours behind time uh, from here in New York is Hawaii right now. And uh, Hawaii is, is, is such a beautiful place, a place that I have yet to come out and see. And uh, so grateful for the fact that La Akia Kapoi is here with us today. 2022 offensive tackle from the beautiful islands of Hawaii. And I uh, feel so grateful to have him on the show today. So let's bring him in and wish him a good morning. La Akia, how are you doing today? So, I mean, you and I spoke a little bit off the air about uh, some things, but bring me into life in Hawaii and, and just what you could say about, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, a, a lot of people listening in right now, I got a lot of New Yorkers and Syracuse fans that are used to snow six months out of the year. So what can you describe about, you know, growing up in Hawaii? Well, yeah, I don't see too much of snow. It's very... <laughs> hot over here especially where I live on the west side of the island and um, you know you have a lot of fun over here and especially people are family friendly like not too much people want to like not too much mad people over here on the islands of Hawaii so and, you know and I I heard that you know I, I heard that there is that from other recruits that have been on the show that have spoken about the the peacefulness of, of Hawaii and, and, and just uh, the beauty of it. What can you say to that? I mean, is it just a cultural thing that people just maybe know kindness a little bit better? How would you describe, you know, being being in Hawaii and, and just uh, how it seems like, uh, you, you know, you're not the first person to tell me that people seem to be a little bit kinder on the island. Yeah, I think people, like, they're very family-friendly and there's no reason why you should be mad on this beautiful island there's a lot of things that come to joy into your mind while you're on the islands, especially the people you live by. That's pretty much it. So for you learning this culture of, of kindness and, you know, just positivity, uh, what can you say about, you know, growing up in that culture? Because, I mean, Hawaii, Hawaii was uh, added as the, the 50th state in the United States of America. And we know that, you know, states states in, in this union uh, somehow don't, you know, sometimes don't show uh, the beauty and the positivity. But in, you know, in Hawaii, it's 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 different and it's 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 more of a beautiful culture. What was it like growing up like that? Um, I was just rocking with it since I was young. I always knew I had people all around me that loved me so much and uh, they really cared about me. And there's not really no bad vibes around here, especially where I live. But on the west side of the island, you know, it's, it's kind of tough. It's, yeah, actually, yeah, I work um, hard, especially in Hawaii, all these things, especially quarantine going around. Yeah, work hard, hard. But like, culture wise, People are very family friendly and 
they love you as if they wasn't if they were actually your your family. And, and that's, I mean, that's kind of the, the bigger world, uh, speaking here with 2022 offensive tackle out of Hawaii, and that is uh, that is La Akia Kapoi. Uh, you said even if people aren't in your family, it's like one one big family in, in Hawaii. And, and just, I mean, what what is that like? What does that look like? I mean, kind of the beauty of you have your family, but then you have this, you know, this, this world of, you know, just the supportive community around you. Oh, bring me into that and just just what that's like to have a culture that is that is so welcoming and and so much about uh, everybody and and obviously not just your blood relatives. Yeah, um, I feel like people um, they see the kindness in you, especially your neighborhood, and they're not really like mean people around here at um they're really, they're really caring about you. And um, the culture is so good to live around around by. And um, you get that good vibe every day. And not even on, on the west side of the island. It's you all over. The people will all say hello to you in the morning. You know, how's your day? All, all those good things. And uh, it just brings a good vibe to the Hawaii by itself. So... And is, is there like, you know, kind of uh, teachings growing up that are, that are passed down to family? Is it just what you see in, in society? I mean, I, I, I would imagine it's very hard to be angry in paradise, but where does this come from? Is it is it kind of just taught through your family? Is it taught community-based? I mean, there seems to be a, a, a an extra layer of love in Hawaii, and, and where where would you say that that comes from? Yeah, I, I was taught from my parents that, Love everyone, no matter how mean they are to you. Just love everyone, because the golden rule is treat others how you want to be treated. So that's how I really live my life by. And it's a beautiful thing, and, and obviously uh, this world could could know so much more and and have so much uh, of a better experience if they listen to exactly what you're saying, um, La Akia, and, and and you know just what uh, which. I mean, it's, it's the truth. And for you, you know, to, to be in the world you're in right now, I mean, you as a recruit, you are going through something that recruits have never had to experience, which is coronavirus and not being able to visit places and being homeschooled and, you know, being in this situation. Uh, how have you handled coronavirus? How have you how have you navigated that with trying to connect with schools and trying to be a student, trying to prepare yourself for, you know, your upcoming football season? How have you taken this? Because there's no rule book on it. It's never happened before. So how have you handled it? You know, I'll take this quarantine stuff like any other day. I work hard, get my school stuff done, you know, help my parents out. So I think really um, changed for me just, once I started getting all these offers, like, okay, just got to think in my mind. Okay, now you got to work harder and harder. Just keep on working. Keep on working. Keep on working. And that's all I really know how to do. Just keep on work, work, work. And that's that's all. So my family was taught, like, you can get anything you want, but you're going to have to work for it, if that makes sense. And, uh, yeah, so that's really changed when quarantine happened. Just kept doing the same thing I was doing, and that's pretty much it. So, you know, for you, like you said, you know, you just, you, it didn't affect your work ethic as much. Where did that work ethic come from? 
you know, is that, was that really something instilled to go a little bit deeper into it? Is that just something that, you know, your family taught you? Like, listen, if you want something, you're going to have to go get it yourself. Don't expect anybody to give it to you. Don't expect it to be easy. I mean, is that something that was kind of, because coronavirus has made things, you know, different and difficult at times, but it sounds like you, you already know how to handle uh, when things don't necessarily go your way. Yeah. It's kind of a family thing, you know, because, Family, on my side of the family, is like, you're not supposed to get stuff handed to you. You're supposed to work for something. Like, things just don't come on a silver spoon to you. You actually work for it. And the amount of work you put in is, the outcome would be um, remarkable. So... And for you, and for you, La Akia, what does your future look like? In order for you to have a successful uh, life, a life that that you put the work in and you saw the dividends of it, what does that life look like? I know, I know, you're a young man. I know you're 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 getting some college football offers right now. But what to you are your dreams and aspirations from this point? Um, first off, just be to um, graduate high school. Um, go to college, you know, keep working on from there, uh, academically and physically, and hopefully one day as time goes on, um, I um, get to go to the NFL and make my family, my last thing proud, my family back at home. And you and I spoke uh, off the air a little bit about this uh, here with La Akia Kapoi uh, here with us this morning from the islands of Hawaii and and, and hanging out uh, here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios. And uh, you, you and I were speaking off the air about it. I want to share with everybody that you do have family uh, that is that is also connected to the college football world and that you know, that success in the game does run in your blood. So share with everybody, uh, your family members that are, you know, their names and, and kind of uh, what their what their stories have been. Um, my brothers, they, uh, they really held the bar for my family because they always been just working, working, working. And um, they kind of taught me the same thing I was telling you earlier, like, if you keep on working, keep on working, the outcome will be remarkable. And that's what they did. That's how they're so successful. And um, they're planning to do some good things in the near future. Yeah. And, and to speak on that, I know you're, you, you, and I, you and I were talking about your brother uh, that, that's up in Wisconsin that played and is now there on the staff. Let's shout him out and, and let everybody know what, what he's doing and his story. My older brother... His name is Mike Kapoi. Um, yeah, he uh, graduated from high school in Kapolei in, in um, Hawaii. And um, now he's the GA at Wisconsin. But he's the one that really put our family on, on the spot for football-wise. Because Wisconsin it was a really big school. Really big school. And I've kind of worked out with him and kind of follow his footsteps. But he's, in my eyes, he's very successful right now. All the things he's doing, all the good things he's doing, and especially doing a GA job, you got to do a lot of work, and I think he does that job um, pretty good in my eyes. So, 
And you got a is it your younger brother too that's connected with football? Um my uh my middle brother, yeah. Yeah, your middle brother. And yeah. share his name and his story too. Um Alemma Kapoor. So um he uh graduated from Kremlin High School um over in Hawaii. Um his college road was um, really tough for him, you know. He went to Navy. He was originally at Navy for about two years or so, and then just went to a tough time about his injuries, all the extra stuff he had to do during the Navy program, and he just decided he couldn't handle it anymore because it it's very stressful for him. And knowing him, like he doesn't want to start something and not finish it. He just wants to finish it. If he doesn't finish it, then he gets upset. So I feel like. He did a good thing of finishing out his college career um, at UH, and um, he is probably the best guy. The best guy I know that knows how to work hard. He works hard every day. He's he's like the one I motiv- I motivate to, and um, he's one of my role models too. Towards football and mental toughness, and yeah. So your brother's uh, speaking here with La Akia Kapoi, and you were talking about, uh, you know, obviously your brother went to Wisconsin, and your your middle brother that uh, that went over to Navy, and then ultimately came back to Hawaii and finished out his time there. I know you talked about mental toughness and whatnot. What would you say that that they've that they've collectively taught you? Is it is it that mental toughness? Is is there something else that you would add into maybe the ingredients to success that they've given to you? Yeah. So. They've taught me, even when time gets tough in a game or in school, just keep on pushing for that extra, extra. And even when things come come your way up of hard work, don't just settle for that. Don't be like, oh, I'm good, I got this. Keep on working for more. Keep on working, keep on working. And that's how you be successful. And they taught me you can't really succeed unless you fail. So you're going to have to fail sometime in your life. But that just motivates you to do better and keep getting better. Keep working hard because hard work pays off. And, and, yeah. and what can you say about that? You know, you have to fail to succeed. You know, people hate hearing the word failure. You know, they hate that notion of, oh, my God, I got to hear. You know, nobody likes hearing the word no. But, you know, I've been broadcasting for maybe 18 years this November. And, you know, I can honestly tell you that I've heard plenty of no's and I, I've forgotten most of them. I think there's a there's a quote out there, I forgot who said it, but they said, uh, I've, I've, I've heard no so many times I forgot, like I've forgotten how many times I've heard the word no, and you know, or I've heard it so much I've forgotten. And there's a reality of that, like people don't wanna fail, People, you know, they they don't they don't want to fall on their face. They don't want to hear no, whether it's in a relationship or you know passing a test or going to class or you know and, and doing that or being able to play the sport they want to play or try to make it to the NFL. Nobody likes hearing no. Nobody likes to fail. But you just made a statement. You have to hear no. You have to fail to succeed. Like you have to go through it. So go into that a little bit deeper of taking a true negative and turning it into a positive and going like, Hey, if you want to achieve something in your life, you got to get kicked in the teeth a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to, you have to fail once you're like, they, nobody's perfect. Like you're going to catch those 
you can catch those um those elves and but that just puts you to increase and do better and um yeah you can't really succeed unless you fail one or two times but that just tells you you gotta push harder push harder and try to um bounce back bounce back to the situation and kind of refocus again and keep on doing what you were doing before keep on pushing keep on pushing do you feel like uh, La Akia? Do you feel like um, there's been moments in your life where you failed, where things didn't go your way, moments of adversity that you think have made you better? Like any one of them that you could point to? Yeah, there's one. Um, I think it was during our championship game against um, Cool High School. In the fourth quarter, I was like, I didn't want to like play no more. I was so tired, and then. I was just thinking about um, all my family members that passed, and I just closed my eyes for a little bit and was like, okay, now you're doing this last game for them. Yeah, yeah, bang out it's for them, and that really bounced me back into the game, and then I ended up pushing harder, pushing harder. I didn't complain at all, but it was tough. But at the end of the day, we we won that game. With the do the old lineup up front to win the game, man. That was spot on right there. For you, what advice would you give to people out there that you know are going through adversity right now, going through tough times, whatever it may be? Uh, what type of advice would you give to them when they are hitting a wall, when they hear no, when they feel like they failed at something? What advice would you give to them? I would just say turn that negative to a positive and keep on pushing. Even if there's so much failure you have to go through, just keep on keep on going, keep on going. Don't stop. Because you never know. Because hard work pays off. I'm telling you guys, hard work does pay off. And when hard, hard work pays off, the outcome is relentless, man. That's all. That's all, that's, that, that's the words I grew up hearing all my life. And I think I use that very well and I handle adversity very well now because of those things. Yeah. And what, what does that look like? Uh, speaking here with 2022 offensive tackle out of Hawaii, uh, that being La Akia Kapoi. Uh, what, what can you point to in your life? What hard work pays off? Where has it paid off for you up to this point? Um, you know, this, this season in school, you know, there's sometimes in school I just didn't want to, like, didn't want to do anything because it was, like, after the games, I was, I was, I was like, sore and achy and stuff. I was, like, you know, you, you want to be the top recruit of 22 class. You want to be the best O-lineman to come out of St. Louis. You know, you got to push. You got to push hard, you know. You got to push harder and harder. And don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. They're telling you can't do it because they can't do it themselves. And I think that just motivates me more just to push hard to someone else that's next to me. And um, just to always strive for the top. Like, never be average. Be on the top always in anything you do in life. So. 
And and it's, I mean, and that's awesome. Like you said, you know, people, people say you can't because they can't. And, you know, and that's, and that's the, that's the reality. You know, that there's, there's the statement that there, there's no such thing as a, as a good person or a happy person. There's no such thing as a happy person that attacks somebody else. Like if you're, if you're attacking somebody, you're being negative towards someone. It's, it's saying more about you than it is about them. It's saying that you're really not happy. And, you know, and I think it's funny that, you know, like you, you just mentioned the reality of that. Like if somebody's if somebody's telling you you can't, it's because they can't, because if they're working hard enough and they're chasing their dreams, they're not they're not spending time trying to knock people down and happy people don't don't attack people. And that's that's just reality. You know, if you're a happy person, you're working your butt off. Right. So Lakia Kapoy coming here with some wisdom and knowledge from the islands today. You, you're you're a man beyond your years right now, sir. I feel that. So, <laughs> who's who's been teaching you all this wisdom in the family? Who's been doing this for you? It's mostly my my dad, my dad, my brothers. You know, teaching me um, the right things to do because you know there's a lot of bad seeds out there that choose the wrong path, but. They taught me to always do right. And don't ever, ever fall back. And to always push forward for everything. Yeah. And that's and that's reality. We talk about, you know, pushing forward. This world is, I mean, sometimes I'm sure it could feel very distant, uh, you know, being out in the middle of the ocean and, and being being on the islands but for you i mean we've gone from coronavirus to now civil unrest there is looting there's rioting there's peaceful protests there's people that want change there i mean there's so much that's going on right now i mean as a young man as we talked about a little bit ago here on wake up call with dan tutorial with la akia kapoy um, you know we've gone through coronavirus which has been new and interesting and unfortunately following that or during that i should say uh, we are going through something that isn't new, which is racism and oppression and fear. Uh, how how have you handled this? How have you and your family addressed this? Because I'm sure you're watching the news and seeing that there's very peaceful responses and there's also some very dangerous things. So, you know, how are you handling this and, and how are you kind of viewing everything that's going on? Um, you know, there's so much bad things happening in this world now. Not, not even this quarantine is like about like all this racism and stuff and you know we try to like not try to interfere that stuff into our lives you know and we try to just do the same things that our family does love one another you know treat everybody with, with respect and you know work hard every day and um Yes, and just love your family, man. Just love, love them so much, like no other. And uh, that's what that's what we live by in our families. Love, love everyone, respect everyone. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful thing, and and I appreciate those words, and I also appreciate the birds in the background that are making me even more upset that I'm not in Hawaii right now. So, 
So like, you know, like, I mean, just can you paint a picture for us? Like, what do you see when you look outside? Where is the beach in comparison to where you are? Like, paint me a picture of paradise and let me live through you for a second, La Akia. So what can you tell us? Yeah. Yeah, so basically, it's like outside my door right now, there's a bunch of palm trees and there's a lot of birds. <laughs> especially where I live. And from my neighborhood, we have all my neighbors. They have, um, they walk their dogs in the morning and some of them are pretty big, pretty big dogs. They're walking. Can't believe they're even walking those dogs. And, uh, yeah, it's such a beautiful thing to walk outside in the neighborhood and see all these palm trees and the sky is blue. And especially when it's sunny, and that's, that's the time to go to the beach and go swim and enjoy some time with your family and stuff. And, yeah. Dude, I just I want to be I want to be you when I grow up. That's all I'm saying. So, <laughs> so, so you get your first offer, and your offer comes from from the you know right there from home from Hawaii, and uh, you know you get the offer from from UH. Uh, bring me into the offer, your connection to the school, just what you could tell me about that first offer that came to you that obviously came from home. Well, you know the first offer is probably the it's usually the best one. And I really like that. I'm very proud that I got off of UH. Like, when I first talked to you, I didn't even know because, like, there's, like, a whole new UH coaching staff. But when I was talking to the coaches, I I really liked them. I felt we had a good vibe with each other. And um, they brought... Um, I was talking to the O-line coach, Coach Bennett. He brought some good intentions to me. Like, we're going to run the ball hard this year. And I hope you can be um, a rainbow warrior just like us for the next four years of college. And then I was very interested in those choice of words. And uh, and it's just home. Staying at home would be the best thing in the world, you know. But... Um, Still gotta work for, still just gotta work, 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 you know, just to get get what I deserve, and time will tell from there. And you said it would be great to stay home in, in Hawaii, and, and and that opportunity is there for you right now with that uh, that offer. But your next offer that you got was from all the way up in my neck of the woods in Syracuse, New York, right smack dab in the center of the state of New York where there are trees and hills and it's not just giant city skyscrapers and all that. So uh, how much do you know about Syracuse and what are your thoughts about your offer from Syracuse? Um, I don't, I don't know too much about Syracuse, but I know it's New York and coach, um, Mike Cavanaugh told me, um, it's very snowy in the winter time. So I've only seen snow like twice in my life. So be, be kind of cool to see it again for um when I get there to go visit them and um you know coach coach Mike's is a nice guy he's kind of his coaching style is, is um kind of similar to my my online coaches for uh St. Louis High School you know he's very straightforward 
he wants perfection all the time, and he has the same kind of mentality we run at um, St. Louis. And besides the offer, you know, every offer is always a um, good feeling for me because the coaches know that I have potential for to be playing for that for your team. And you know, after said after it's said done, you know. I'm just a sophomore getting these kind of offers, you know. It's very rare to get offered as a sophomore, if you know what I'm saying. Like some seniors, they've been like working hard, but they they didn't get offers, you know. And I think I take pride of getting just two offers right now as a sophomore um, from Hawaii, you know, because I feel like either way is very um not really looked at because it's so far away from everybody else but we have, we have definitely something going in the 808 state so I just want to put that out there and and for you and like you said you got something going there so going to that a little bit deeper what's so special about it we have a lot of talent over here um, you know I think in my perspective we 808 guys work hard get um to get out of here you know to, to some of the big colleges you know um we have a lot of good talent over here um you know especially when we go to all, all these um kinds of camps you know it costs money and it's so far away from where we live and then we just try to put everything on the table for those mainland guys those mainland coaches to watch and Usually they catch a good vibe out of us because we have that killer mentality every single play, and that's pretty much it from that. You know, and I love this that you shouted out the 808, the uh, Hawaii area code. So, do you wear it? You know, are you like I mean, I know you're 808 proud. Do you bring that up a lot? Do you talk about it a lot? You got any T-shirts with 808 on it? Yes, I do. I think you need to send one up here to Syracuse, New York, brother. I'll wear the 808. I don't care. <laughs> so, I'll make I'll make it happen. Absolutely. So you got the 315 up here. I know you were talking about Coach Kavanaugh. Uh, he's he's coached 34 NFL draft choices and free agents. You know, we look at 34 offensive linemen in the NFL since 20 since 2000. Uh, Ten players uh, have played or 10, 10 have played five or more NFL years. And uh, then we're looking at almost $200 million in total contract salary amongst them. What does that mean to you uh, with Coach Kavanaugh up at Syracuse that he has the ability to bridge the gap from college to the NFL and has been able to, to, to teach players and to train players and prepare them for the NFL and that he's had such a success with sending offensive linemen to the NFL? Yeah, that's pretty. That, that was pretty cool because like when I was talking to him, I didn't even know he coached at Hawaii at all. He coached with my head coach and my OC, Coach Ron Lee and Coach um, Cal Lee. And when I talked to um, when I talked to Coach Mike um, Kavanaugh, he was very um, spot on. Like we want the big polys on the front line to make the holes for our RBs and you know, to set a pocket for our QBs and, you know, the way of putting some big polys in front of, in front of them to just open the hole for them. And, um, yeah, Coach Mike, 
Mike, he's a, he's very um, well-spoken, but those words hit when he was um, talking to me once I got that offer, so I think he's, that was a pretty cool moment for me. And, and, you know, obviously you said it would mean a lot to you to stay at home and play in Hawaii, but to know that in Syracuse, Mike Cavanaugh is connected to Hawaii. What, you know, does that, does that make Syracuse a special place? Like maybe a, a home of a home away from home in a way? Yes, it does. Just him being there as one of the coaches will, um, will mean a lot to me. It really means a lot for me, especially, um, him being from Hawaii, you know, really, um, that confidence level was very high of me talking to him. And um, for some odd reason, we have like a lot of things in common because we was talking about all these kind of things, like restaurants, like food places. Like I didn't know he knew those kind of <laughs> places. I go there all the time. You know what I'm saying? What? Yeah, so that was pretty cool. What are some of the food places that that Coach Kavanaugh and you know about that you that you both like? Rainbow's Drive-In. L and L, um, Big City Diner. Those are those are like one of my best restaurants I go to for just lunch and breakfast. So you got you got you got some good places, good local spots there in Hawaii. Uh, before we get to rapid fire, I, I do want to uh, get to this really quick. Uh, you have Hawaii that's coming out to you and, and offered you. Syracuse has, and for you, you got home and you got home away from home. What would you say at the offensive tackle position are your best attributes, uh, why you think you, you've gotten these offers so far? So what do you do very well, in your opinion, and then what are some of the areas you want to work on? Um, I think one of my best attributes is probably pass block. Um, and I I think the coaches caught uh, the attention of me being a recruitment was uh, probably my lateral movement. I move very well laterally. And especially off my insteps, I think a lot of coaches caught off of that my my footwork and how how big I am for a sophomore and how quick I can move off the ball. And I think that caught Coach Mike and some of the UH coaches' um, eyes very much. So. Some good stuff here. Why should why should other schools offer you? If you, if I was if I was a coach right now on the phone with you thinking about offering another offensive tackle, why should, you know, on and off the field, point blank, you know, if I said to you, La Akia Kapoi, why why should I give you the offer? Um, I think you should give me the offer because you, you get a player that works hard academically and physically, and if you tell me to, oh, La Akia needs you to pull and hit this guy in a C-gap, I'll do it. Lock here, you need to get this linebacker. I'll do it. Like any coach that tells me to do something, I'll do it. I will not hesitate. I'll do. I'll do anything. Pretty much whatever you ask, I'll do it. And yeah, I think I move. I I move pretty good as how heavy I am. I'm like six four, three five, and you're getting a you 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 get a player that. That's aggressive and moves well laterally. That's what I would say. Awesome. 
I like it. So that coming from Laakia Kapoi uh, here from Hawaii and uh, here with us on 2022 Offensive Tackle. It is time to play rapid fire. I have asked you my questions. It is now all you. You got four questions, anything in the world. I have no idea what you're going to ask me. So Laakia is now becoming the interviewer of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. You got the mic, sir. You can ask me anything you want. Go ahead with question number one. Yeah. Um, let's see. How would you value me as a, pra- a player football? How would I value you as a player? Well, you know, I, I think uh, I think the big thing is obviously uh, sitting and looking at your film. Uh, I think it's important to kind of see, like you said, uh, your movement, your ability, your your you know, you definitely have the height that's uh, that's God given at six four. You have the weight at three oh five. If you're light on your feet and you're able to move quickly and effectively, you know, then that's something to be said. Uh, you know, your versatility. If I would need to move you from right tackle, left tackle, left to right, uh, what could you do in that respect? I I look at the character of a human being. So uh, knowing that you have talent is one thing. But knowing where you come from, your positivity, your community, is it about you? Is it about the team? Uh, how do you handle failure? How do you handle adversity? We talked about that. So I think uh, you would have passed the test when it, when it came to the interview. And then I think it would just be really breaking down the film and seeing how quickly you could move and things you could do. And, and knowing that you got a couple years left of high school to prove yourself. So I would say that, that I, if I was a coach today, I would say that I am uh, pleasantly, um, you know, talent is obviously important, but I'm pleasantly uh, appreciative and 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 uh, interested in in a man who seems to have the wisdom and the knowledge and the strength and and uh, the mental toughness to handle life and what life uh, throws at him. So I would say that 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 goes a big way, uh, far beyond what I'm going to see on film. So I would say that you have definitely caught my interest. If I was a coach and this was a first impression, I would I would definitely give you another phone call and keep the conversation going. That's good. What's your second one for okay. me? Um, if you lived in um in Hawaii, where I live, yeah. where is the first place you'd go? Oh man, where would I go? I mean, I just want to go to the you know I just want to be on the beach you know I just I want to. I want to go. I've never been to like a true, a true, true, true luau. I would love to go to a luau. I would love to, I would love to just, you know, go out to, I would just want to have a big feast, a big dinner out on the beach, have a luau, you know, fire, relaxing, just laughing with, with family. Like I, I honestly, I would like, if I came down there and you're like, Hey man, come over to the house. Like I would just want to like be out on the beach, hang out with your family, get to know everybody play some music, have a nice, you know, nice traditional luau and just, just take in God's nature, man. Like I'm, I'm a simpleton, cook me some good food and put me outside and I'm good to go. (laughs) All right. What's your next one? Um, what would you think, um, people over here to be, um, happy, um, arrogant or, angry people people where um in in hawaii and why uh from everything that i've witnessed i mean i haven't i haven't gotten to be there so i I can't speak on physically being there but i would say of all the uh, gentlemen that i've talked to in recruitment you guys uh you, you definitely have fun 
uh, you've you more than one more than just you has has spoken about how your culture is different in a positive way, how it's kind of like everybody knows how to act. There's a certain way to carry yourself. If you're from Hawaii, you're you're representing everyone, not just your family, not just you. Um, so I think there's something really cool about the culture, and I I think that like I would love to see that. I would love to really just see if it's one. If 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 Hawaii is is just one big giant community of love, I would really like to see that and see you know if if it really is everything that uh, that you've said it is and that other people have said because I think I think if it is then they need to copy and paste that all over the United States and make the world a better place. So uh, I would definitely like to see the culture for myself. And uh, with that being said, what's your final one for me? What do you got? Yeah, so, um, can I ask uh, one more question? Yep, one more. Okay, so, do you think Syracuse is going to win this year for football-wise? I think that Syracuse has the capability of, of doing a lot of good things. I've gotten to know a lot of the guys on the team. I pride myself on getting to know them when they're being recruited. So we get to, you know, we talk to each other when they're, I don't know, 16, 17, 18 years old. We talk through their career at Syracuse. We talk after their career. Uh, if I could tell you anything about my connection to the Syracuse players, uh, they could they could have played there 40 years ago, and they'll still be on my show. Um, I have a great relationship with them. I think that, you know, this season is going to be a season to test it. I think Syracuse, um, you know, had some struggles last year. They had a good season a couple of years ago at 10-3. and three. I think now, you know, the, the defense gave up way too many points uh, over these past few years. And now that there's a new defensive coordinator with Tony White and there's a new defensive scheme in the 3-3-5, that's going to be a big determinant. Uh, guys stepping up at running back and wide receiver are going to be a big determinant. Uh, the offensive line changing again, and then the quarterback kind of being up. So there's a lot of question marks, and there's like a, a, there's a lot of open competition in in uh, in camp, in my opinion. So I think Syracuse is capable, and I think that you know this year's schedule kind of bodes uh, better for Syracuse in, in, than some other ones in recent history. But you know, I, I really I really think that they got to answer a lot of questions. They got to answer them early and. The offensive line had some issue last year getting started, and so hopefully uh, that can correct it. And if you're going to be here in a couple of years, then maybe I don't have to worry about the offensive line. So <laughs> something something to be said uh, from La Akia Kapoi. Uh, La Akia, you you did it. You got me. You got me on the hot seat. I'm jumping off of it. But uh, you've got me excited about Hawaii, uh, about the opportunity to be there. I, I think after quarantine. It should be one of my first stops, but I might not leave once I get there. So um, it could be a lot of fun to uh, to be down there and do it. But thank you for being a part of the show today. Keep working hard. Uh, keep your wisdom and all that family stuff. I mean, if for nothing else, I mean, I, I think above everything today, you gave like a really feel-good approach. And I don't know, I feel like you warmed a lot of hearts out there and gave people, you know, something positive to think about. So thank you for that today.